first feature of the 123 show, uh, well, last feature by Queenie Mann, as today is her last day. So our very own reporter, Queenie Mann, finds out more about ethnic minority inclusion uh, with local-born Pakistani Khan Mohammed Harris Shah and also Korn Sim, who's an assistant service uh, supervisor of the Salvation Army Hong Kong. And they chat a little bit more about a community project called High Strangers, which is uh, sponsored by the Honky Jock, the Hong Kong Jockey Club. Pakistani Harris visiting Amar Mosque in Wan Chai. He talked about his stories in Hong Kong. Uh, my name is Khan Muhammad Harris Shah, but you can call me Harris because my name is pretty long. I'm 18 years old. I study in secondary school form 6. He was born in Hong Kong, so I, I obviously have to know Cantonese. And I became a tour guide for Cornser and... The second one is in TST, and the first one is in mid levels. Uh, let's ask you guys if you guys can like tell me. <laughs> so you're the eldest. Nope, second eldest. Uh, these are my siblings. So uh, this is my elder sister. Oh, you know she always complains that she did. she used to be taller than me, and she would always brag. And I I love expressing myself. I love talking to people. I love socializing, and it's one of the things that many people say that I have. I'm very confident. And I can socialize easily, even though like I just met the person. I can understand that person, and like I know what things to talk about and what not to talk about. This is part of the community project called High Strangers, organized by. The Salvation Army. I talked to Con Sim, Assistant Service Supervisor of the Salvation Army, and he talks more about the objective of the project. So, uh, High Stranger mainly provide a comfortable platform for people to know each other, try to get into the life of ethnic minority. It's mainly to uh, connect people in the community, especially uh, Chinese, uh, between Chinese and non-Chinese. Uh, in Salvation Army, we have some children and youth center in the community, and uh, we can engage some uh, ethnic minority children from uh, they were small, and then when they grow up, and we recruit them to be a tour guide. Another way is uh, just like Harris, we have some poster uh, leaflet and we circulate in the community. Harris recalls how he got involved in being a tour guide for this meaningful project. And uh, my mom just uh, WhatsApps me. She's like, hey, uh, I found this link to a tour guide job. I was like, because I was finding a job and my mom was like, I found this link to a tour guide job. I was like, mom, why would I work as a tour guide? <laughs> I was like, just try it, Harris. You always talk to people and you're always confident. I was like, you know what? I'll just go for it. And then I went and applied and like, you know, it shows, I'll write your name, how many languages you know. And I I wrote like five languages, right? And uh, all of a sudden I get a call immediately. I get a call and they're like, oh, hello. I heard you, uh, you applied for the tour guide job. And I was like, what? That that was like the quickest response to applying to a job I have ever gotten. I was like, yes, I did. Oh, oh. Oh, could you come to the Yamate Center and we can further discuss uh, how old are you? And I was telling them the details and all. 
it is interesting uh, that uh, the people like the story of a tour guide more than like the tour because uh, this is some special arrangement in our tour. Uh, we are not uh, only talking about the location and uh, the shop and and the uh, spot. We talk uh, more about the story and the growing up of every human. Um, from the day one, we have uh, more than 600 people uh, join the tour. All of the feedback is very positive. My name is uh, Imran Shakir. Uh, I've lived in Hong Kong for about two years now, um, and I'm originally from the UK. Well, yeah, um, I was really, it was really interesting to find out that there's such a big community of people here because of, it was really interesting to see the perspective of someone who's sort of non-Chinese growing up in Hong Kong. It's very different because we get a lot of that in the UK, um, but it's quite a different story. Like in the UK, for example, everyone knows and speaks English and has to from like whatever school, whatever age they go to, whereas here you can end up in this sort of like dual language situation where you don't know Cantonese, maybe you know some English and you have like a third language you speak at home. Um, I really want to listen to stories from the minorities in Hong Kong. As Hong Kong is a very international city, it was really enjoyable. Okay, hi everybody. Uh, my name is Abby. He knows a lot of uh, Cantonese now. Actually, uh, I studied uh, translation in, in my university. And uh, for me, uh, maybe it's uh, the experience of getting into the mosque because uh, it was the really first time um, of getting into it. Paris has already led around 19 walking tours and he always tries his best to improve and connect with the local Hong Kong people. So it took a bunch, a little bit of time, but eventually I got used to it. And on my first tour, uh, people that came were like, three people came, a teenager, an elderly, and a young adult. I forgot that that much. It was on September or October last year. Interesting part was after my first tour, I felt more confident. And instead, I looked at my, like how my paper, like how my tour is, and I just kept improving it. I was instead of just people talking and stuff and instead of just that I was like people should learn something so I added Q&A sessions I added questions I added more stuff to make it more interesting to get people more involved so I feel like uh, I just became a tour guide and not because like oh the tour guide job and all that because I'm very interested in learning and talking to people and like expressing and I'm also very interested in improving improving and improving shared about the challenges of living in Hong Kong and the main one is to speak Cantonese. Actually, I can tell you a metaphor a metaphor to this answer. It's like you grow up somewhere where you don't know anything at all and then you have to learn it as well and you don't even know how to learn it. So it's basically you're a blind man who needs to learn how to walk without seeing. Because of course, ethnic minorities, how, how can they get help if the ethnic minorities don't know how to get help themselves? And to get help, you need to know Cantonese. And if you don't know Cantonese, you're a blind man walking. It's actually most challenging task was to learn Cantonese. But at the same time, after I learned it, it's like my eyes opened to a whole new civilization. It's like I could understand every local reference. I could understand what Hong Kong actually is. Like, you know, instead of just me seeing as a city that I live in and I'm an EM and I should just focus on myself. I saw Hong Kong as like, wow, this in this city, 
this is how the government is, what problem Hong Kong is having, how can we deal with these problems, what places Hong Kong has, everything. I knew it. So I was like, I can help other EMs understand as well. Was something I can't not do. So I had to do it. But when I overcame them, I still didn't feel as like proud or excited because I knew this isn't like my biggest challenge yet. These are just like small phases to something big that's going to come up at the end. So every time I go through a challenge, I'm like, oh, something's big. Something even bigger than this is going to come to me now. Someone has worked with Harris together to design for more than 19 walking tours. He talked about his change. I, I think I, I know more about what uh, FMRT is going in Hong Kong. I also have a big change I didn't share with Harris because in my living environment uh, there is a lot of ethnicities living there, and my wife is so scared too <laughs> because um, when my wife uh, came back home late and um, they will saw some ethnicities men uh, gathering at at the bus stop and. And she always uh, tell me, uh, oh, uh, I don't know what they are uh, doing there, and will they do something bad to me? Um, and before uh, I doing high stranger, actually I don't have any fan is uh, epic minorities. So have is one of my first um, one of my first friend uh, is not is non Chinese in Hong Kong. Uh, actually, I uh, partner with uh, Harvest. I think over 15 tour together. I mean, do you plan to study in Hong Kong, or do you want to study overseas, or do you want to study or work in Pakistan? I'd love to study in Hong Kong, of course. It's like the city I love, and I've lived here my entire life. Why wouldn't I? But if I don't get an option, of course, I have to go overseas to study. But I am planning to study and get at least university qualifications I don't even know what I want to do at the moment because life is giving me so many options I have so many options I don't know which interests me most so you said you want to be a comedian right sometimes I think that but you know you live in an Asian family if you want to be a comedian it's one in a million that is not happening <laughs> always try different things it doesn't have to be something big. You can like open a book about a different culture. Always try different things. Learn about different cultures if it interests you. Because everything, you know, like food, there's different types of culture, food, places, festivals. There's so many different things. There's definitely going to be something out there that you're going to be interested in. And there's going to be so many different cultures that are interested in that. And they have their own way of doing things, which will interest you. So I'll just say, tr always try different things. Right, and we're joined by Queenie Mann, the producer who made the feature. Queenie, how are you doing? I'm good. It's typhoon, almost typhoon now. I know, it's typhoon signal 8 at the moment. So, uh, tell us, what did you learn during your walking tour? I learned about uh, more about Pakistani in Hong Kong. Mm. And I had like the biryani, that kind of Indian um, Pakistani rice. Oh, it's yeah. delicious. His, uh, actually, Harris' mom made it and then uh, tasted it. It's so delicious with chicken. And, oh, wow. I'm and, so hungry. And I think Harris is quite interesting guy I met. He's, he wants to um, 
pursue his dream to be a comedian, but he faces a lot of challenges about from his family because his family is quite traditional, and he wants to um, actually work in his his father is a businessman in Hong Kong working in the carpet industry. Oh, okay. Oh, how interesting. So, Queenie, I know today is your last day. What are some of your parting thoughts? How do you feel? It's um, so complicated. I've been working as a producer of Backchat for six years, and I've been enjoying doing all kinds of uh, radio production. And it's I'm moving on to a new chapter, a more exciting adventure. And yeah, it's so complicated. Um, actually, we're so. I mean, I feel sad that you're leaving, but also so excited for you as well. And we're best friends, Queenie. You'll you won't be a stranger. I'll be back. You'll be visiting us for sure. Yes. So, um, we heard on James Ross's program earlier that you'll be going to Madagascar. That's so exciting. It's a uh, actually an island next to Africa. Yeah, and remind our listeners once again what you will be doing in Madagascar. I'll be helping. Um, the poverty issue in uh, Madagascar, vi- visiting a lot of villages and also poor people, and I'll be uh, trying my best to teach some English because those people do not uh, speak a lot of English; they speak mainly French and Malagasy. Oh wow! And your French is really good as well, so you'll be able to pick up more I'm, French. There. I just speak a bit French. <laughs> enough to get by. Well, Queenie, we wish you the best of luck uh, in Madagascar. Like I said, don't be a stranger and, you know, you can always come visit us at Radio 3. I'm sure our listeners will really miss you. Uh, Queenie's just the sunniest and just the happiest producer we have in the office. You know, Backchat is a tough, tough program uh, to produce and she gets guests uh, day in, day out. Uh, a, a good panel, um, a great panel uh, for, for an interesting discussion. Queenie, we wish you the best of luck. Thank you very much, Nels.